Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Peter Torres. We have a stocked, stocked show today. I'm super glad to be back. I haven't posted an episode since I think um, St. Patrick's Day. It's been a bit of some time. However, we have lots to talk about, lots to catch up on, a lot of things I would like to talk about. We got the Knicks, we got the Met Gala, we got New York City thriving, we got my birthday weekend that happened about uh, two weekends ago, we could talk about that. We got um, getting sick, a whole bunch of different things, and then a, a nice little talk, that I, little something that I had on my mind that we could talk about at the end. But stocked episode, ready to get into it. Um, I'm excited. 49th episode ever, we're unraveling into our 50th episode, we're almost on year, about almost two and a half years on this podcast, we finally made it to 50 episodes, it's been a one man crew now at this point, so I gotta get some few guests, I gotta, you know, get some more people talking, you know, I wanna get back in the content game a little bit, so having some freedom, I'm glad to be back, glad to be talking, and I know to the loyal people that listen to me, and like to listen to these episodes, I appreciate you, if you're new here, my name is Peter, and I talk about whatever it is about being a 20-year-old in New York City. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Hit it! Excited. I was very I was looking forward to having an episode this week. I was looking forward to, you know, catching up. There's a lot of things to talk about. I know it's only been about a month, month and a half, but you know, some things have transpired, some thoughts have transpired, things go on. Obviously a lot goes on throughout New York City. I'm a busy guy between work, between working out, between having fun here in New York City. But you know, I'd like to take this time to regroup, have a nice little chat via podcast. For the people, for the loyal listeners that there are out there that I appreciate you. So we can start off with one thing. I The last week, uh, I've been sick. Sick as a dog. I took off for work for being sick for the first time ever in my three years of, you know, being in the workforce, I guess you could say. Let me tell you, it felt good to let my boss know that, you know, I had to take a sick day off because I, I genuinely needed it. The last two Saturdays, I think I've slept, you know, last Saturday I slept about 18 hours. Saturday before I slept like 12 hours, something crazy like that. And now I've been well rested. I've had a good week so far. Uh, I'm recording this right now on a Wednesday night, Monday through Wednesday so far. have had, you know, gone to the office, gone to the gym, eating vegetables, eating fruit, get my vitamins, going on my runs, going to the gym. Feeling good, feeling better, feeling healthier. No longer have, I mean, I never had COVID. I have COVID tests. I do have those COVID tests that you buy or you get them for free, I think. I think my old job used to give them for free just to continuously check for us. However, no COVID. So I still had some confidence to go out while I was a little under the weather. I think I had a birthday party that I desperately had to go to. I had no other option. 
But you know what? We pushed through. That was a, it was a Jordan type flu game scenario. Obviously, I paid for it, and it kind of the downfall of <laughs> after all the the fun and the partying that sucked. But you know, you you always remember when you're back home. Like you always, you know, it, when you're when you're sick on your own in New York City. And again, I don't really, I never got sick in college for the most part. It was very rare for me to get sick, but. Typically, usually when you're home, you have a, a caretaker, which is a.k.a. my mom. Shout out my mom. I know she's probably listening to this. But, yeah, I was sick as a dog this the the, the last two weeks. My, my throat, my voice was in shambles. But, you know, I'm back. I feel good. Uh, still got a, a, a tiny cough here and there, but really nothing crazy. Like, nothing where, like, my head hurts or anything like that. So I'm fully back. Did my tactics. Got my cough drops. Got my, you know, NyQuil. Had a few nights of NyQuil. Let me tell you that NyQuil, I mean, I know this is not really what you should be doing, but melatonin, don't take melatonin. NyQuil will knock you out immediately. And I know a lot of people say that apparently melatonin doesn't work. I know for a fact that NyQuil works every single time. That thing knocks me out the moment, literally the moment my head hits the pillow after I take a shot of that. I am done, but I do feel a lot better in the morning, so... One of the crazy tactics, I know not many people do this. We talked about it in my, I talked with my roommate and he looked at me like I had three heads, but they used to go, he was like, is this some sort of uh, Peruvian type method, method, but if your throat's hurting, you gargle um, warm water and hydrogen peroxide. Obviously, you're not supposed to swallow hydrogen peroxide. However, when you gargle and it's touching the roof of your throat, uh, it gets all the dirt and all the nastiness out the, out of it. Um, so obviously you got to be careful when you do it. That's one of the old tactics. Everyone, every, every family's got their own little old, old tactic that they use for, you know, uh, uh, there are some, when, when we, like there's all different types of tactics that families have, like that's gone through the history of the family that some people be like, what the hell are you talking about? That's one of mine. Warm water, hydrogen peroxide do like, Three quarter hot water, one quarter hydrogen peroxide. Mix that bad boy up, then gargle it. It works. It's weird. Don't get me wrong. It's weird, but it works. A lot of cough drops. Um, a lot of a lot of all those different things. A lot of different tactics. But I'm back. I'm good. I'm hundred percent. Obviously, I sound much better. I'm not sick. I don't have COVID, so we're all good. But it's good that I was overcoming a sickness. I feel good. I didn't go. I probably should have went to the doctor, maybe get a little steroid, get a little drug use. That's what that's what the drugs are for, to get a little kick in the steroid and a little help in the immune system. But you know what? I said, you know what? I don't need that. I'm My immune system is built different. Like, we can be able to get through this. Probably took a few, few days too long, but you know what? We're fine. We're back. We're podcasting. We're having fun. Being a, a, someone in their mid-20s, living, living in New York City. We're back to having fun. We're back on our on our A game. So, with that being said, right before I got sick was my birthday, birthday weekend. I'm 26 years old. Don't know how I feel about it. I feel like 25. Now I'm like mid 20s, but now it's like, hey, we're over that hump. Now we're getting we're getting 26, 27, 28, and then once we get to 30, it feels like a reset that I'm young again. However, we are in 26. So now again, 26. We're in our prime. Still in the prime. We're not out of the prime. We're enjoying our life. We're we're enjoying what we are, what we have right now. And obviously, you know, again, I'm not gonna try and bash any other age. You know, that's what it is. But we are in the roaring twenties. 
And with that being said, there's about four years left, three years left in my 20s. So, again, am I going to complain? No. That's how life is. I'm going to enjoy my life and continue taking each day by day, enjoying every day that I'm alive, enjoying every day that I'm above above the ground, and, you know, taking every day for the best that it could be. So, birthday weekend was a lot of fun. Uh, had a nice little get-together. That's one of the things that I definitely haven't enjoyed lately is the gathering of people. Now, not on just behalf of me because it's like my birthday, but I definitely know for a fact, and it's definitely been infiltrated into, you know, my older relatives, my older relatives, my parents have infiltrated this into me. I love throwing parties, get-togethers. Uh, I don't go crazy. I, I don't usually go crazy with the theme, but the thought of the idea of just, you know, the preparation and the anticipation of getting people together, having a good time, you know, when you're in charge of it too, you know, that's a good feeling. It's, it, and, you know, again, the last two years I've had birthday parties and they've been great get togethers and I really appreciate that. And, you know, again, I don't want to be labeled as one of those guys that are like, hey, make my birthday all about me. It's, it's I don't really care much about the center of attention, me being the center of attention. It's more of a matter of just like, hey, let's have a reason to get a bunch of people together. And again, I invited a million people to the, I, I had a little open bar get together. I invited a hundred hundred different people a lot of people said no they couldn't make it you know and and again i'm not here to bash people who are like or like why wouldn't they come like i don't care i just want like again it's an open invite i had people that had friends that have friends and i'm like they're like can they come i'm like yeah i don't give a shit bro like let's just have a good time let's go to a bar let's have a good time let's get together let's drink some beers let's have some fun let's do some dancing let's watch watch that we actually watch the mets of all things the mets were playing the oakland a's that day but, you know, we had a good time and I enjoyed it. And for anyone that's listening that was there, if you weren't there, you know, whatever the case may be. But if you if you were there, I'm, I know we had a good time. That was a good time. So, again, 26 years old feels weird. It, it doesn't really feel that weird. You know, life's going to go on. I'm going to enjoy every day that I have on this earth. And, you know, I'm going to continue to spread my positivity and my, you know, happiness around this earth and and as long as whoever whoever meets me as long as they know that you know i had a good impression on them then that's all that matters uh all right next subject that we got the new york city new york city has had quite a couple well quite a week actually so the new york knicks are now in the second round of the nba playoffs they're playing the miami heat the first two games have played been played already there's one one for those that do not know. And you could tell, you know, New York City, there are a lot of passionate fans. The people, you know, sometimes my crowd, I feel like Long Island has a lot more passion within their sports. New York City, it's a lot of people that come into the city that have that passion, especially when they shut down 7 Ave after after the next win. But for the people that, like, live, live in New York City, they're not like diehard passion. Like they'll but but they'll pay attention and they'll go out for these games. For the Knicks games, that is. Yankees games, you gotta go all the way to the Bronx. Mets games, you gotta go all the way to Queens. The Knicks are in Manhattan. And I'm in Manhattan. So do you think these like rich girls from Soho care give a shit about the Knicks games? Probably not. But knowing that it creates so much buzz around the city. And especially when the games are in MSG, 
people give reason to go. Friday night in the first round against the Cavs, unbelievable atmosphere. People are, you know, when they shut the bar down and they have the audio on the bar and everyone's literally everyone is just locked in on the Knicks. It's 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 a good cultivation. It feels like a little bit of a renaissance like where like everyone's in this together. Everyone's here for New York because no one really gives a shit about the Brooklyn Nets, but everyone is here for the New York Knicks. And every game that there's been, you know, people are positive. People have when they have their Knicks gear, you know, you don't see Brooklyn Nets gear, but you see Brook you see that New York Knicks gear and anyone could just be walking down the street and be like, "Yo, let's go Knicks." And then everyone's like, "Let's go Knicks." Like everyone's passionate because you know, the Knicks have been, we've been starving for this type of success for the Knicks. Now, I'm not going to go in depth of the games, but in terms of the buzz around the city, it's been so exciting and so, you know, so much fun to just go out. And now it's like, because I'm a diehard Mets fan, but the Mets are 162 games a year. You can't get as hype as that for 162 games. These playoff Knicks games are so important because also you have to think about it. Knicks haven't been in this scenario. They haven't been to the second round of the playoffs since 2013. I was in 10th grade in 2013. So this means a lot to me. And it means a lot to a lot of the people in New York. So that feels good. And then along with that, the amount of celebrities that are going to these games is outrageous. I'm going to label off. Again, you got Jack Harlow, Chris Rock, um, freaking... The lady from Shameless, uh, actors from Stranger Things, uh, actors from actresses from Madeline Klein was there. Uh, Tracy Morgan, you know Spike Lee's always there. Uh, did I say Jack Harlow? I said Jack Harlow. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a list in front of me, but this is bad bad radio right now. Again, a lot of people, you know, a lot of athletes too uh, from other sports. Cece Sabathia I saw was there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Shout out Aaron Rodgers. I'm happy that he's on the Jets. I'm an Aaron Rodgers stan. Just so many celebrities at these games because, you know, again, this hasn't happened in 10 years. They haven't been in this spot in 10 years. So now a lot of people are starting to pick up the, you know, they're paying attention. You know, the diehard Nick fans that have been through those crappy years for all those rebuild years, um, you know, from 2015 to almost now. So I'm excited. With that being said, Game two of the second round was uh, Tuesday, which is yesterday. I'm recording this on Wednesday. Monday, however, was the Met Gala. To those who don't know who the Met Gala is, it is basically a, I, I, to be honest, quite frankly, it, I'm not even sure what it really is. I'm, it's, uh, it, I, to my knowledge, it's some charity-type showcase of celebrities showing out these outfits that are supposed to apply to a theme. I'm not entirely sure what the theme was, but I'm going to throw off some some of my thoughts for some of these outfits. Now, this is bad radio because you obviously, if you're if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see. But I have some thoughts on. And again, if you want, if you're listening to this, you can look this up in your free time. But you know, I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this maybe have saw it on in other social media platforms. But the Met Gala, also, which is pretty crazy, the Met the Met is like 20 blocks away from my apartment, which is not that far in New York terms. 20 blocks isn't that far. 20 blocks is like a 20, like 20 minutes if you're going straight. Like literally it's on my avenue. So, but the Met Gala is basically a big get together of a bunch of celebrities and they show out. And again, 
Ever since I moved to New York City, my fashion game has gone up. I know it's gone up. I wear some pretty out things, different things that I, if you, if I was in 2015 looking at myself, I would be like, what the hell am I wearing? But I know that if I feel good, if I look good and I feel good, then I play good and I have fun. So let me get some of my thoughts of the Met Gala, some of the craziest. I'm, I'm going to start with some of the crazy ones, obviously, that maybe some people have seen. We saw Jared Leto wearing a costume, look, looked like a basically just a mascot that was wearing a cat, uh, uh, a cat, I believe. Um, not really, not too many thoughts on that. Jared Leto, obviously, being a cat was pretty funny. Lil Nas, I follow Lil Nas X on Twitter. He's hilarious. Him and Jack Harlow, that, that combination of celebrities, hilarious. They, Lil Nas was like, I think he was just wearing just silver underwear, but his whole body was like spray painted silver. And his face was covered with like diamonds and jewelry and things like that. So you couldn't really see his face, but like his eyes were obviously, you can see his eyes. That was um a pretty intriguing, I actually liked that costume. I didn't, I didn't, obviously from, a, I don't know, again, my, I'm a 26 year old straight dude from Long Island. My fashion opinion means nothing in the fashion world. With that being said, though, this Met Gala was basically the fashion girlies of New York City Super Bowl. And I respect it for how much they care about it and how much they go hard on it. I have no, I'm not going to discredit it at all. If you got passion for something, by all means, go all out for it. Talk, tweet about it. Talk about the pictures. Judge the celebrities. Judge who's there. Judge who's not there. By all means, they hear it enough with the Super Bowl from guys. Let the fashion girls go do their thing for a day. It's only one day. It's not like there's a season of fashion shows like football or something like that. So let the girls do their thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I have no discredit. I, I enjoy it. Again, it's not like a game. It's so it's just photos that you're seeing of celebrities wearing these outrageous outfits. So, by all means, I find it entertaining, and it's good. And it's technically supposed to be for charity, so let's rock with that. Um, now, going back to Lil Nas X that I was talking about, yeah, his his costume was hilarious. Bad Bunny was there. I don't know if Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner are still a thing. I think they are. They, they were both there, so I guess they are. But Bad Bunny had a... I, don't rather I some people I heard liked it I personally wasn't a huge fan but it was basically a suit but the back was open so you could see his back strange and this huge ass tail of white flowers that he had weird uh obviously something to talk about but again weird and then Doja Cat. Uh, I saw Doja Cat. So Doja Cat was basically wearing some tan dress. This Again, this is bad radio. I'm going to try and describe these outfits as much as I can. But Doja Cat was wearing some crazy, well, not really a crazy dress, but she literally, her makeup was seen for her to look like a cat. To those who don't know who Doja Cat is, she's obviously a very famous pop singer. She's very, she's got a lot of hit songs. She was getting interviewed, and the only thing, she was just meowing the whole interview. That was really weird. You know, I used to really like Doja Cat in terms of her as a, like, again, I don't really, again, from what I see, you know, I used to see her TikToks back in 2020, 2021. She was, like, actually funny. Like, I would actually, like, we would, my boys would send this across to each other. We would say, like, hey, like, Doja Cat's actually pretty funny, and now, like, I've seen her at way too many fashion shows being dressed up in very strange, strange 
like I I don't really know what to think of it. And her just dressed up as a ma- as a cat, not like her her makeup made her seem like she looked like a cat, and she had like ears. Weird, in my opinion. Only meowing, weird. So I don't really know what to think of her. I haven't really heard many verse much music from her lately either. So whatever, we go with that. Now let's go with some of the fire fits. Um, the only ath- like one of the only athletes there, I, to my knowledge. Shea Gilgis Alexander on the Oklahoma City Thunder had a crazy dripped out black suit. Now to all my people, my basketball boys that are listening to this, dude, Shy Shea looked, he looked heat like this. Like Shea rocks the type of fits that I want to rock. Like I think by by all means, Shea Gilgis Alexander has the best fashion game in the NBA, in my opinion. I know James Harden, Kyle Kuzma, they wear some outrageous things. I think Shea's got the best fits, without question. Actually, a funny story, and I've told my friends this, that I've seen I've seen Shea Gilgis-Alexander in person before. His girlfriend currently used to play on the University of Albany soccer team. And he was literally just shooting hoops with his girlfriend, like right next to our batting cage. Because, uh, obviously, our batting cage was indoor in, like, the PE gym. And they gave them access to shoot around right near us. And they weren't bothering us. It was just crazy because at the time he was, I think he was like a 19-year-old rookie on the Clippers. And now he's literally at the Met Gala and probably a top 15 player in the NBA currently. So to see his growth and to see, you know, that moment, you know, I have that moment for the rest of my life. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Jenna Ortega, obviously Jenna Ortega is like, she literally looks like a child, but she had another black, black suit type fit. I thought that was really nice. Um, Mindy Kaling, I'm going to shout out to one of the girls from my high school. She actually helped. Now, I don't know what the details in terms of how much help she did on the dress, but um, she definitely played a part. She's a stylist, to my knowledge. Uh, she definitely helped contribute to that type of dress. And, and, and again, I don't want to put the words and put the wrong words in my mouth, but I know that she helped facilitate it. I thought she was, I thought she looked amazing. And I thought that was a really nice dress. It was a nice white. Um, the shape was very intriguing, very cool. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to combine, I mean, these three girls, these are, I mean, these are just some of my celebrity crushes, but they also looked amazing was Kendall Jenner, Dua Lipa, Billie Eilish. I mean, all three of those dresses, those are just like fire dresses. Like, I don't like, they're just, they're just good-looking women. Like we could just call a spade a spade. Um, those three. I mean, Kendall Jenner's Kendall Jenner. She's a freaking Jenner for for. And we've we've seen how pretty she is, and that dress that she was wearing was pretty nuts. Dua Lipa is Dua Lipa. Every I think every single person and every single guy in their mid twenties has a crush on Dua Lipa. So, um, that dress she was wearing was pretty outrageous. Billie Eilish, you know, again she looked amazing too. Um. Personally, I actually didn't think that Sydney Sweeney looked that great. I don't think her her dress. Um, obviously, she's a beautiful girl, but I wasn't a huge fan of her dress. And then Margot Robbie again, like these type of dresses were bland in my opinion. Like they didn't have a much pizzazz, I guess, for Met Gala. Again, twenty six year old guy from Long Island. Who the hell knows about my fashion? But again, this is bad radio. If you're not being, if you're just listening to this through the radio, but this is just some of my opinions, and, and it definitely I would give it a look. Give some of them a look if you haven't seen them already. But you know, I did a little bit of some research, and I wanted to get my thoughts out. But 
Uh, and then lastly, I, I didn't think Kristen, Lu- Kristen Stewart looked like a bus boy at like friendlies. <laughs> um, or like a, a bus boy at like a shitty steakhouse growing up. So, um, again, I don't want to be too mean, even though that does sound really mean. But yeah, that was those were some of my thoughts of the Met Gala. Again, the whole point though, between the Knicks, the Met Gala, people were, you know, celebrities were, so many celebrities at the Knicks game, brought them all over to the Met Gala. You know, this week was like a renaissance, like a lot. This is one of those weeks where you appreciate, where I appreciate living in Manhattan and... Though I didn't see many on the street, you know, just the fact that like, you know, people are coming to New York City and the city's got that buzz and, and you know, people, the weather's starting to get nice. Shout out to Brooklyn Mirage is opening up. I've never been there, but I know once the Brooklyn Mirage is up, that's when you know it's starting to get serious. You know, these concerts are coming. These games are coming. Mets summer baseball is coming. Uh, you know, get those summer plans ready. Uh, which also leads me to my next point that summer is, you know, summer's around the corner. So this week, this month, I know between the birthday weekend and all that, you know, I had to go, I had, and getting sick, you know, I had a bad two week stretch of, you know, not eating the healthiest and going out and, you know, that's all right, you know, and then, I mean, getting sick, I didn't really like gain weight. I kind of just, just like, you know, you don't go to the gym for a week, you know, you're going to feel it, you know, that's going to feel the effects, but, you know, starting to get back in a groove. Definitely going to try and get, like, get, you know, kind of seal the deal. I think January to, to you know, mid-March, or mid kind of from the last podcast, I was pretty dialed in. I was meal prepping a lot. You know, I was in good shape. Kind of stayed in between. Didn't really see any improvement. Didn't see any uh, getting worse. But, you know, now I'm back in a groove. Feeling good this week. Going to have a good week. Going to have a good weekend. Um, shout out to my mom. She's going to Kentucky Derby this weekend. This weekend's going to be stacked. We got the Knicks. We got the Mets. Uh, RIP to the Rangers. RIP to the Islanders. They're not in the playoffs anymore. If they were, even that would be great just as much as a buzz too. But, um, yeah, we're just, we're locked in on the Knicks now. I'm excited. Uh, and I, and you could feel the buzz. Every single time there's a home game or, or a game in general, you know, people, everyone's, everyone's, you know, we're all kind of New Yorkers here in Manhattan. So, um, everyone's excited and I, I, and I love the buzz that's been going on in the city between the Knicks game, Knicks and the Met Gala this past week. So hopefully that's a good sign for this summer. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool things coming up. I know getting those summer plans in, I, I can go into more detail of that, but for now, this week has been fantastic. So. Those were, I guess, those are my who's chattings. Those again, the, the city of New York. You know, the city of New York is chatting between the Knicks and the Met Gala. So, a lot of celebrities been around here. It's it feels good. Uh, you can you can feel that buzz. You can feel that buzz in New York City, and I and I and I love it. And I'm excited, uh, and excited for what's to come. So maybe let me get into my be real. Um, one of the things about be real. So I I, I met a lot of the last the last two weeks. I met a lot of different people. Um, not like, you know, people of different realms, but I love meeting new people. And I never want to feel like it's like, oh, like if I'm too cool, like I just want to stick with my friends. Like I don't like no new friends or anything like that. And bro, no, like new friends is the best part about, you know, growing as an individual. 
if you feel like you're, you know, there's a saying like, oh, if you're too cool to talk to people, if you feel like you're too cool, you're just going to freeze to death, you know? And that's the part about, you know, when I'm, when I'm out with friends, your friend's friend is now my friend. Like, what's your Instagram? What's your number? Maybe then if you're free, maybe you want to get drinks on, on a Thursday or whatever. You want to meet up. You want to go to happy hour. Oh, you have a friend? Like, oh, you can go to his apartment? We'll go to his apartment. Like, whatever the case may be. I think my be real of the week is just like, don't be too cool to not introduce yourself, to not make a fool of yourself sometimes, you know, don't take this life way too seriously because you never know. Again, I, I may never see any, like I may never see some person when I go out, but I know if that impression of me is that the person thought I was a good person and I was a good person to talk to and, and we had a good conversation or whatever, then whatever the case may be, you know, if we, if our paths cross again, I want to make sure that that's a good, f- easy transition, you know, or not transition, but like, you know, we can have a good, another good conversation. So that's one of the things I, I just love. I do love, genuinely love meeting new people and having good conversation and new conversation. That's the great part about living in New York City. You get so many different backgrounds. It's really not just, and and it's not like, and I love, I don't want to like, again, I, I've been labeled as, you know, kind of an athlete for the majority of my life. And now it's like since I've been in the 20s, like, you know, I'm not an athlete anymore. I'm not like a strictly a gym goer. You know, there's all different types of facets of life of people that I want to listen to, whether those those, you know, you know, I have friends from Texas now. I got friends from uh, California. Like I got friends from like all over. I got friends from Minnesota, like all, all over the country. You know, it's like things like that. You know, those different types of backgrounds and those stories from where people have started to where we are now, like the craziness behind it. Like, I'm not too cool not to care about that or to or or to listen, you know, all those different type of backgrounds or stories. Like, I've genuinely grown to love like I love hearing where you come from. What's your job? What do you do? What do you like? You know? You know, I'm not, and again, I'm not labeled as some athlete anymore. I love all different, I love all facets of life, whether that be sport, whether that be music, whether that be entrepreneurship, whether that be business, whether that be finance. I don't know, man. But whatever it is, I'm going to have that conversation and I'm going to listen to what, you know, people have to say about themselves and what they're passionate about. So, again, if you're listening to this, like I genuinely do care. Like I, I genuinely care what people are going through when I have these conversations. Like I don't, I'm not trying to be like a, like I never want to be coming off as like a dick or like a quiet person that like is too cool to care. Like bro, don't, if you're too cool to care, you're just going to freeze to death. That was a quote that I heard from Tyler, the creator that really spoke to me. It was like, you know, and I wish I learned that more, you know, even I, I don't think I was that bad in high school or college. But I wish I was even more, you know, extensive to the people because I was in like I was in chorus in, in high school, for example. I was friends with people that like my athlete friends, they wouldn't even they wouldn't even like take a gander at. And now it's like once we've kind of gotten past that, everyone's kind of like, you know, who really cares, man? Like who cares what like who thinks about what? Like if you, whoever, whatever you like, like just do just do what you like in terms of like who you want to listen to you know like or like don't be too cool not to talk to 
people or get get people's stories and understand like what do they like you know things like that having good conversation matters so much to me especially when i meet new people like i, I want to get a feel for how people are you know who they are so i think that's just one of the be real things for me my be real of the week is just don't be too cool because if you're too cool you're just gonna freeze to death man and creating new relationships and new conversation man that's one of the best parts about life and being above this ground so Again, hopefully a great episode. I do appreciate, hopefully not too much Met Gala stuff, but again, New York City's back. New York New York City is thriving. The summer is coming. Let's get in our good-ass shape. Let's get to the gym. Let's go for those runs. Let's eat healthy during the week, and then we go hard on the weekends. We have fun on the weekends in moderation, but again... You got an opportunity above the ground. You got it. You got. An, you got an opportunity to be great. So go be great. Again, cheers to being in your twenties. In the twenty twenties. All right. Peace. <laughs>